the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. There's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's amazing new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings if you want to cash out in as fast as two hours. And how fun is it to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay? Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in presented by FanDuel on that homepage. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Happy Friday. Welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Fired up to be with you. Happy almost weekend. Hope you enjoyed the NFL Draft Day 1. We got an exciting show upcoming. I'm going to be firing on tonight's main event Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Game 6 in mini. Doesn't get any better than this. And we are going to be firing. I have to do it because guess what? Sunday is Game 1 of the highly anticipated Bucks celtics series. Going to let you know who I like in Game 1. Who I like in the series now because of our order. Lock, degenerate, special, and prop. I'm going to start out with the Bucks in the Celtics series, give you a little lean into what side I'm potentially going to fire on to win the series. We are going to dance. Game one. I am swallowing the four and a half points reluctantly. I've gone back and forth on this series so many times, but I'm going to take the well-rested, Home court, team office sweep, number one defense in the land, the Boston Celtics and the healthier team. And big news out of the series, Chris Middleton is out for the series, people. For the series, Malcolm in the Middleton, you hate to hear it. Grade 2 MCL sprain. 
might not even come back in the following series if there is one for Milwaukee. But I look at what this series comes down to. And it really comes down, like most playoff games and series in multiple sports, it comes down to matchups. How does everybody match up on the court? And you look at Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday, and you don't want to say they cancel each other out, but they're such good defenders on the defensive side. They're both, I would argue, top five guards defending point guards in this NBA we watched today. Two top five defensive guards dancing against each other all series, riveting. But then, who guards Giannis? And that's going to be obviously where the Bucks feast the most. You look at the series throughout this particular season, they split two and two. You don't want to read too much into it. Three of the four games were in 2021, which as we know, Celtics did not cook until after Christmas. I will say the last game of the season that they played, no Jason Tatum, no Al Horford, no Robert Williams playing on a back-to-back. Milwaukee has to go on a 9-0 run in the final 2 minutes, 11 seconds to rally for a 6-point win. And you look at what the Celtics team is and what their identity is. And their identity with Ime at the helm, an incredible head coach from the Popovich tree. He knows this is a relationship-based league, an accountability-based team, and has personal relationships with everyone on the squad. And you can see where the accountability lies defensively. This team loves playing with each other. And they know their roles. And Jason Tatum continues to flourish and blemish in front of our eyes, blossoming into, you could argue, sneaking into the top five in the NBA this season conversation. So if... Giannis is going to eat, let's say Giannis is eating 30 to 40 points a game. This could be the Bill Belichick theory. All right. We take out their best element to the best of our ability. Throw a little Jalen on them, maybe a little Robert Williams, maybe a little Grant. And I think Horford probably too old to handle one, maybe inside the paint. And you mix it up. Maybe Jason Tatum takes a stab and covers him for a little bit. But outside of Giannis, if you have Marcus Smart locking up Drew Holiday with Middleton out in the series, where do you go? Because I have a hard time convincing myself. Coming off a Bulls team that was around middle of the pack in defense, now going against the number one defensive team in the NBA. Who is going to be the three option in this series? Is it Grayson Allen? I think absolutely not. I really think absolutely not. I think he was lightning in a bottle. Didn't plan for him. Now they have tape. Now they can see what these role players on Milwaukee can do. And I just don't find myself saying strength for strength, strength in numbers, injuries or not. Look. This Bucks team is banged up. George Hill is out. Middleton's out. And you got to rely on Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, and Grayson Allen. 
to get you to the promised land against a team. And let's just take a step back. That held Durant to three of these four outings, nine of 24, four of 17, and six of 11 from the field. Even on his 39-point game four, 13 of 31. They aggravated him. They bullied him. They pushed him around. And then you saw what Kyrie did after the 39-point game one. Four of 13, six of 17, six of 13 in games two through four. Those are two of the best scorers in the league. And they shut them down and they shut them out. This is a top, top five offense. The Bucks, Top five offense going against the number one defense in the NBA. Number one defense in the NBA, the Boston Celtics. They give up barely over 100 points per game. We get home court. Two of the top three best players in this series, Tatum and Brown, are on the Celtics. I would say right now we have the better coach. I hate to do it to Budenhoser, but this box team, you felt it all season. All right, let's not let the Bulls series screw with our head. This Bulls team collapsed the last 22 games of the season. They were in the first seed, the one seed in the East after 60 games. They fell apart. They lost all their Austin Powers mojo. This series is going to come down to how these teams close out games. And I saw not once... Or twice, I saw four times this Boston Celtics team close out a game with the game on the line. Let Giannis get his. Make someone else beat him. Who else is going to beat him? So I'm going to swallow the four and a half. I like it more on the money line. I'd say do a same game parlay. But my lock is the Celtics win game one. It's minus 188 on the money line. I'm going to take minus four and a half. But ultimately, I'm going to dance on them winning game one. Talk about who I like in the series in a, in a bit here. As we cruise into game six, T-Wolves and the Grizzlies. I like it. I love it. Memphis wraps it up in a bow. Says Minnesota, enjoy your home, enjoy Cancun, enjoy some rest because it's over, Jerry. It's over. I'm taking the Memphis Grizzlies on the money line at minus 120. I'm going to take Jaw with a double double as well. This is a plus money play at your local FanDuel shop. Let's just start out with where the Grizzlies are in this series. The Grizzlies have been. Knocked around a little bit. We've seen it. Minnesota has come to play. They've shown up. But they've exposed themselves as being young. They've exposed themselves in the fourth quarter and their inability to close games. I got three numbers here for you for the three games the Grizzlies won in the fourth quarter. 
I'll start with this last game. Game five. Outscored them 37-24. You could have grabbed the Grizzlies plus 400 halfway through the fourth quarter. Plus 400, plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. Outscored them by 13 down the stretch. Game three, fourth quarter. After a 39-21 Minnesota start, start, they outscore them 37-12 in the fourth. Memphis wins handily. 37-12. That was that unbelievable 21-0 run. And of course, the game where they gave up multiple, multiple 21-plus point leads, which is unfathomable to think about. Game two, they did win all four quarters, but they outscored them by nine in the fourth. What I'm saying is this. Memphis understands what this is. This is them who had a better season, best against the spread in the NBA, coming in, showcasing their really more veteran prowess compared to what Minnesota is. Now, Carl Anthony Towns was very efficient in Game 5. Before that, in the losses, he was averaging under a double-double where on the wins, averaging 31 and 13 and a half boards. Big discrepancy there. He did step up, have a double-double in the loss. But he has been picked at and prodded a little bit of being not as aggressive as he should be. But these role players, let's take a second to talk about Brandon Clark off the bench. 21 in game five, double digits in all five games in the series, 13, 13, 15, and 20. Can't say enough about Bain, 25, 34, and 26 in his last three. He won a 15 for 27 game three and game four stretch from beyond the arc. It's remarkable. And now let's get into John Moran. Three of his last four games. Excuse me, four of his last five. Double doubles. One of them being an Ice Cube triple double. The first ever Memphis Grizzlies triple double in franchise playoff history. Nine boards, 10 dimes in game two. 10 and 10 for the triple double in game three. 15 assists in game four. In game five, he had 13 rebounds and nine Danny dimes. Almost another triple double. And went off for a 30 piece, the most in the game. So I'm confident that he gets a double-double in this closeout game. But as I alluded to, it really ultimately comes down to the fourth quarter. And they if we think Minnesota was nervous being up so many points and not being able to close on these previous games, where are they going to be in a closeout game with all the pressure in the world on them to make it a seventh? It's going to be a lot of pressure, people. A lot of pressure. I, I look at what this Memphis team is. They're more complete. They are unequivocally the better, deeper roster as far as role players go. Now, a McDaniels is nice. A Reed is nice. But I mean, we're talking about Brandon Clark off the bench, double digits in all five games. Jaron Jackson's been quiet. And what Bain has done to step up, Brooks has been serviceable. This Grizzlies team who obviously has the best player on the court in John Morant, simply has more. 
And it's been a test for Memphis, but the other component too is that they saw Golden State wrap it up in five. They don't want to have to go seven and then limp into game one against Golden State. That's not going to be fun. That's not going to be pretty. You look at what Memphis has been in these playoffs. They're clearly displaying what they did in the regular season, which was a top three points per game offense. They're right now second most points in the entire postseason, 114.8. Top amongst all teams, except for the Bucks and Pelicans in rebounds. They are playing tremendous, tremendous offense. They're right there at the top in points per game. 114.8. Minnesota tied for seventh of all the teams in the playoffs with points per game. We got the better offense. We got the better players. I'm confident Memphis closes it out. I'm very confident it ends in six. I'm taking Memphis. Take them on the money line. Sprinkle on the double dub with John Morant. We keep it moving. And I'm wrapping it up and I'm taking the Celtics. I'm sure you can tell by the lean in game one. Home court, better defense, more stacked roster. I mean, geez, if Horford, Tice, Grant Williams, even Derek White, there, there's so many. Look what Pritchard did in a couple of the games in this series. They are so infectious at home. They are so hard to play at home. And this is wrong place, wrong time for Milwaukee. No second best player on their roster. How do we not take Boston? Minus 185 right now on FanDuel. It is moving towards minus 200. I hate swallowing that much juice, but I think they win game one and it's a number we're not going to get again. So I'm going to take Boston. The better defense, the better coach team right now, the better deeper roster, and the team with home court. Now, minus one and a half games is what it is on the series. I'm not going to fire on that yet. But if they win game one, I may consider it. This is one of those series where, unfortunately, to make these predictions pre-game, pre-series, you got to be a little bold because we may not even know what this series is yet until we get to Milwaukee. And this Milwaukee team, when they go down, it almost doesn't even matter for them if you look at last year. They went down multiple times. It went down to the Nets. It went down to the Hawks. They come out victorious either way. Of course, 2-0 in the finals to the Suns. So there could be some value on the Bucks plus two and a half games at the right time in this series, without question. This is a team that it definitely has dog. But they went against a Bulls team that ended the season with no Levine and Caruso. They were falling apart at the seam, so many injuries, and you really got to say Boston had the bigger test, and they came out and they balled. So I really like Boston in this series. I think ultimately we're going to get a Boston-Miami Eastern Conference Finals, and I think Boston may be representing the East. I think the winner of this series may very well represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals, and it is going to be phenomenal to see. Best coach team right now in the East best defense in the East, and right now the hottest player in the league as far as the Eastern Conference goes in Jason Tatum. So that's how we dance. I'm taking the Celtics minus four and a half in game one 
I'm going to take the Grizzlies to close it out in six with a jaw double-double for a little double sprinkle on a fan duel same game parlay, my favorite. And I'm going to go with the Celtics over the Bucks in the series in a big way. And that's how we dance. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the game. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.